Hey, my lovely ladies, before the show starts, I'm looking for some more six and seven figure female founders and CEOs to interview. So please go to www.twwguest.com to apply. In today's episode, we're interviewing Laura Gisburn. She's the founder of Limitless Woman. As a serial entrepreneur for over 20 years, she's built a track record of successful businesses ranging from real estate, wineries, restaurants, and apparel. Today, she works with women business owners who have a passion for social contribution and humanitarian serve. Today, she's going to take us behind the scenes of what she believes is the number one thing to remember when you are feeling overwhelmed, something we can all relate to. Welcome today, Laura. We are so glad to have you here. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you for the invitation. It's my pleasure. Yes. Yes. So let's dive in. What should women be doing when they start to feel overwhelmed? What do they need to remember? I think that, you know, the concept of overwhelm is a little bit, um, there's overwhelmed in the developing world and there's overwhelmed where we live in the developed world. If you know the difference I'm saying, I think a lot of us uh, have a little bit of a self-induced insanity and uh, we get to choose that about that. We need to choose what matters. So I think the first thing that's important is for a woman to really check in and make sure she's taking care of herself, that she is on track with her sufficiency, her needs being met. When you're just in survival mode, it's very difficult, right? To even think about the luxury of being overwhelmed because you're just trying to get to the next thing. But when you have so many opportunities and so many options, often I believe overwhelm kicks in because we feel alone. We feel like we're trying to do everything ourselves. We feel like we have to, there's not enough, there's too much. There's always this drive. And underneath that is, um, I think, a remembering that's available. We're remembering that we're not really alone, that we have each other, that we have God, that we have guidance when we remember to tap into that, which is really our natural state of being. So tell us a little bit about how you kind of came to have this understanding around overwhelm and and what's funny when I first started doing that when I first started being asked to speak and lead I wasn't an author I wasn't a speaker this was nowhere on my agenda um, <laughs> the thing about like 2009 2010 I had teenagers at home I was running my real estate company and volunteering and doing what I do and. Um, it was what I really kept hearing again and again from women was this catchphrase of I always feel overwhelmed. I feel like I never have enough hours in the day. No matter what I do, I can't get caught up. And so our first URL, I go with it, it was never be overwhelmed again. You know, we created a, you know, training of like, what are the things to do? So I think it's more of a um a state of mind, Jackie. Uh, there's a lot more to it. We, Limitless Women is a leadership development company, right? We work with spiritually connected women business owners who are here to create profits for purpose. And when we can get out of our own way, when we can really stay focused on our bigger mission, our bigger vision, um, overwhelm seems to start to disappear. It doesn't mean that there isn't still a lot to be done each day, but you know the tactics for how to maintain, you know, maintain your calendar and how to manage your money and all these things we can teach. This deeper spiritual connection, this deeper leadership work, is really uh, the playground that we play in. I would think too, it also really helps guide the direction, right? So when you're overwhelmed, when you can stop and really reconnect with your higher purpose, it makes it a lot easier to make. So a lot of those decisions, I think, are decisions that don't even actually, you know, they're they're kind of extra, right? Like a lot of times we can yeah. simplify it back down when we quiet ourselves. 
Well, I think the most successful women that I've had the pleasure of playing with and working with over the years have really um, had a few personality traits that I think are helpful. One of them is to be completely and totally protective of their time. Uh, time is really literally the most precious resource any of us has, and yet we don't usually become aware of that until something happens, right? We we all, as a species, as humanity, an opportunity to have a bit of a wake-up call with COVID-19, to really pay attention to what matters, how are we choosing to live our lives, how are we choosing to spend our time, and then you know, with the loss of loved ones, and it, it can create an awareness of places that we are not um, walking our talk. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about kind of what kind of results have you seen for either yourself, your your clients, when women do this, when they remind themselves they're not alone and they reconnect when they're feeling overwhelmed? Well, I think that there's a, we just came at, uh, from Asheville, North Carolina and held a, a lead life kind of incubator. I invited a dozen of my girlfriends to come with me to the mountains to have a conversation, to really feel into the content of this next book that I'm writing around the lead life. And what I can tell you is that when we reach sufficiency, when we actually have a place where we've met our needs, there's still that internal drive to, if we're alive and breathing, I feel like God is not done with us yet. There's more for us to do. And how do we choose what's the highest and best use of our time? So the, you know, for me, every day starts with gratitude and prayer. I, if I don't have that time and I don't make that a priority, I recognize how the whole rest of the world rises up to meet me versus starting my day with a practice of really uh, going deep on core values, going deep on all the layers of gratitude that I have. And um, the more I'm grateful, the more I, you know, keep growing and blossoming. It's, it's uh, Lynn Twist is a friend of ours and we love her. She wrote a book called The Soul of Money, which if you haven't read, yes, do you know this book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fantastic. So one of the things that she says that I, I really love is that that which we appreciate appreciates. Mm. And I think that's just so much, it's so elegant and simple. You know, it's just really, uh, there's something in that. So how do we live our lives from a place of gratitude, sufficiency, awareness, and what are the practices to keep ourselves aware because, you know, busyness is a choice. Right. So, yeah. So tell us a little bit about your journey. How, how has this unfolded in your life? And yeah. Yeah. So I was a poster child, I think, for um, the busiest person I knew. <laughs> in some kind of, <laughs> some kind of valor, right? In this one. And then talk about badge. Yeah. Yeah, the badge of honor, the badge of honor, right? Like, don't talk to me. I'm so busy. I'm so important, right? Mm. And what that was driven by, Jackie, in my early years, I'm mean, almost 57 now, but in my early years, there was a deep desire for me to be enough. That if I just kept doing more, I'll be enough. And I know that a lot of high achieving women, I know you and I were talking before we started, it's kind of cute. Um, Katarina, who's our mutual friend who introduced us, I used to always talk about the high-achieving, super-duper overachievers of the world. I always say I'm not hanging out with type A's, we're the triple A's, right? And she <laughs> said, I just stop calling us overachievers. I'm so tired <laughs> when you say that, right? So I love high achievers. Thank you for that. It's a, it's a much more generous way to be. Um, in my own journey, it took some falling down, Right? It took some breakdowns before I could have a breakthrough. It's not rocket science. Many people have similar experiences. And um, you know, mine came in the form of initially a divorce. It was very painful. I grew up in a, in a family with a tremendous amount of violence, and it felt like I'd come through so much there that my marriage, my family was just the center of my world. And I was so proud of that. 
And at the same time, I was like hustling and hustling. Still, you know, one business led to another business. When people hear I, that I've owned nine companies, it often sounds like I've owned nine all at once. It isn't usually like that. It's usually two or three things going on at once. Right now, I have two companies. And it's gentle, right? It's gentle. But in my early years, it wasn't gentle. It was fast and furious. And um, I often felt like a man trapped in a woman's body. You know, I was disconnected to my feminine. So when my invitations to speak and lead came and they showed up, they were there was some synchronicity in it. It was always about women. Mm. It was around uh, their global invitations. It wasn't, will you come down the street and speak to Kiwanis? It was, will you come to China and lead a breakout session? I'm like, what's a breakout session? I've never heard of that. Will you come to India and speak on this uh, spiritual entrepreneur conference to women? I was like, wow, where is this guy? So I really went deep. You know, went deep into prayer and meditation, asking to be shown, what would you have me do with this work? As my babies were growing up and I was evolving and coming into a season of more freedom um, personally, where was where was that going to take me? And it's now taken me, you know, literally all over the world. And uh, we have we have raised since we committed to becoming a philanthropy first organization over seven hundred thousand dollars for charity, and it's happened, you know, ten dollars at a time. You're a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, I know that we're not done. I know that there's more. And it's been interesting. I was in a head-on collision December 26th of 2020, uh, right? right. I would call that kind of the middle of COVID in my experience, uh, drove out into traffic and caused a head-on collision. It was my fault in the middle of the day. And that put me into a series of medical tests. And and as I'm sitting with you today, I've, I've just come through, I'm hoping is my last surgery. I've had four surgeries in the last seven months. Um, so I know that there's a new to it up, if you will, right? That whole idea of that's what I knew in my 30s, this is what I did in my 40s, now I'm in my 50s, I know something a little bit different. And the most important thing that I know is that I'm not doing any of this alone. You know, it's really is for the grace of God that I am here again. Uh, again. <laughs> here I am. There was yes. a year before. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Ah, wow. So, so what do you think you found, you know, in these different phases and now you're at this phase, what do you think has been most surprising to you as you go through this? Mm, what's been most surprising? Um, I feel like Jackie, it's, it's not, it's a little bit different. I would maybe use a different word if that's okay for you. And that is that I am a little in awe of what's possible. I think if I were to go back and speak to my younger self, I would speak to my younger self in my 20s and 30s, I would encourage her to know that it doesn't have to be so hard, that the things that you really desire are going to come as a result of your focus, your attention, and where you spend your time. And um, things can happen really quickly. I mean, we have our time frame, and I've got to tell you, God has God's time frame. Things happen in an instant when they're meant to be and the idea that somehow there's valor in struggling and suffering doesn't really work you know it's when we find that ease and grace we find our alignment which again requires attention in a daily practice everything we need is really there for us to tap into and so before we kind of switch gears i would love to hear like ultimately what do you think is the biggest takeaway that our audience could get from that, you know, not having gone through those exact same experiences, yeah. but from their perspective, right? Like what? Well, any woman who's listening to this is living someplace where she has means, right? She has access to resources. She's being able to listen and tune in, which is fantastic. So right off the bat, she's she's got resources and she's resourceful. 
Yeah. If she can keep separate from any place where she feels like she's not doing enough, being enough, having enough, and instead really stay in the gratitude for the gentle unfolding of her life, right? Because I think, again, none of us knows when the time is up. When we're here, we're here. And how do we enjoy the journey? I had some friends here from Florida this weekend, and they were, you know, they're like, you're always onto the next thing. Cause I was talking about developing some real estate. <laughs> I didn't do that stuff. And yeah. it's fun for, it's fun for me. Right. And so, yeah. um, you know, I, I was listening to these friends of ours and just feeling like they kind of had given up on so much. And I felt mm-hmm. sad for them. We've been friends for a long time. And I thought, you know, one of the things I love about my partner, we got married 10 weeks after our first date and we've been married 23 years now. Um, is that he's like me, he's ready to go for it. You know, I'm always very fascinated to see what's next. So maybe surprised, fascinated. I've learned to be a better listener. I've learned to be a much better receiver and I do way less pushing and way more receiving these days. The more of a just, yeah, just like (laughs) sit back and let's see what comes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, in the book that I'm going to give you um, access to for your your listeners, if if it serves them, um, I talked about this. I wrote this book in 2012. And the, it's interesting is when we created the Audible for it, it's still the same principles that we teach, right? Kind of the piece of the power of one minute, how we are related to time, overflowing abundance. There really is no lack of cash on the planet. The third chapter of this book is walking in faith, which is interesting because as I'm moving more into my faith-based languaging and when I'm bringing in my messaging, it's not a new concept, but it's more and more requested in my community of women um, who are just looking good on the outside and feeling lonely on the inside. And it's just reminding them that everything is there for them and that the synchronicities, I feel like we pray and ask to be shown and then God shows us opportunities and synchronicities. They, it, and and we listen to right guy. You've got it. And then that's, we're like, okay, so, uh, you know, I feel like God's like, okay, here it is. Here it is, Laura. Here it is. You know, if it if I don't choose to accept and receive the gifts that are bestowed upon me, no harm, no foul. They're going to be for somebody else. You know, and and it's really that place of how do I get more women to be aware of what's actually available for them is so much greater than what they perceive. Yeah. So so great that you brought up your partner because that leads me to the next question, which yeah is. I think you're headed into this new phase. Um, we always love to talk a little bit about when is this new thing you're taking on? So I'd love to hear a little bit. Yeah. So my guy just retired like oh. 10 days ago. So it's just really fascinating. Um, I, as I said, I had that car accident. And as we're recording, this is 2023. Uh, I've been in really some amazing journey in the last couple of years with my health. I'm just so honored. I'm going to tell you, I'm honored to be a human being, you know, just being in a body it's it's incredible what the body is capable of you know the resilience the way that the body really wants to heal what it's you know its capacity is mind-blowing for me so i would say that's a big part of this awareness right getting my strength back i've always been really i was arrogantly healthy for 54 years mm-hmm. i just took it for granted i didn't mean to but i just didn't i didn't realize yeah. how good i had it right yeah. and I'm, I'm getting back to perfect health um being with my guy and figuring out this season of life um it's not the first time he's retired, by the way. And, and I just think I probably won't ever retire. But it's a it's yeah. an interesting thing of where, you know, where are we going to be next? What's happening next for us? And we really love being in Texas. We've recently moved here and we're just, we're loving it. We're so happy. 
So based off of kind of this new season and this being open, what would you say is kind of one piece of advice you'd give on you know, to the audience regarding taking on these new challenges or from this perspective? I would say remember that God doesn't give you more than you can handle. And the days when it just feels so heavy or it feels like it's so much, pause. Give yourself permission. You know, the exercise, the, the first chapter of Stop the Spinning is the power of one minute. There's an exercise that I do often where I'm speaking to an audience where we just shut everything off for 60 seconds. Media people don't like this as much. We did it on the Today Show. They weren't very happy. Um, <laughs> but but it's the allowing yourself to be still for 60 seconds. Just let yourself pause and ask what's really important right now. What matters? What needs my attention? A lot of things want your attention. A lot of things are pulling on you. What's your priority? Really choose very carefully where you spend your time and the rewards will come to you really well. So speaking of rewards, on the show, we talk a lot about wealth and how wealth can never possibly just be about money. It's a core tenant of being wealthy, of course, but there are so many other sides to wealth. Um, So we love to ask all of our guests, what is it about your life that makes you feel wealthiest? If you and I are friends on Facebook, you find me. I used to be the only Laura Gisborne. You can find me with my red hair, right? But now there's several of us. Um, <laughs> my quote on my on my Facebook page is Salud, dinero y amor, y tiempo para disfrutarlo, which means health, wealth, and love with the time to enjoy them. I think that kind of encompasses the experience of abundance that I uh, that I feel I get to I get to achieve most days. Now, some days I'm just wake up busy and might forget to do my practice. I get caught up in life and, you know, stuff is happening and, you know, it happens. And then the majority of days, I'm better at it. I'm better at staying in my health first, really giving gratitude for the abundance that I have. Everything I need is always provided. And that's a powerful affirmation um, for me. I just, it, I get it affirmed constantly. It could be like, I'm thinking about something or I want something or I need a parking place. It's very interesting, but I remember pause there and acknowledge it and thank it for happening, right? Jenny, thank you. So thank you, God. Thank you for that great parking place. It's this thing, everything I need is always provided. It's a very different place to be in than um, the mindset, the belief systems, the experiences I had as a young person where it was constantly a struggle. Yeah. Yeah. And so the other question I'd like to ask um, is a little bit more fun. Um, <laughs> We like to find out a little bit about what is that silly or outside of the box, so really unconventional thing that makes you smile each day. We've had guests talk about their costume jewelry, their tea mm-hmm. cup collection, you know, just these things that no matter where you are, no matter what's happening in your life, no matter how much money you have, you can have these sorts of things. Yeah. So what brings me joy? Is that the question? Kind of that, is that in a nutshell? Or just, yeah, it's, like, it's, well, I'll, I'll tell you why, Jackie. It's very little to do with things for me at this mm-hmm. point, right? I'm not a, I'm not a very a thing-oriented person. We move a lot. Scott and I have moved many, many times. We've been to California, Colorado, Arizona, you know, all over the place. And um, it's rarely about things. I think that there is, for me, more the experience of meeting new people um, I'm, my heart is always touched by the generosity of people. I think that's an interesting, uh, interesting awareness, and it's and it just happens again and again. I think that that has a lot to do with how um, I choose to view the world versus the world's out to get me. Um, being really uh, 
in a season of life where I, I feel very well cared for, divinely guided and divinely supported. Um, I love meeting people and hearing their stories. So we've loved having you, Laura. This has been fantastic. If our guests want to, or our, our audience wants to learn a little bit more about how to get support from you, how to be a bit more like you, right? And and have this idea of, how do I overcome overwhelm? How do they do that? I think probably the best gift that we have, we've got lots of good gifts for entrepreneurs. I've got a podcast of my own, the Limitless Women podcast. We've got a YouTube channel with, I think, a hundred different videos on business tips. So if you want to find out about business, go visit me there. But if you really just want to get some love and some juice, um, pick up a copy of my book, Stop the Spitting, Move from Surviving to Thriving. It's available for you complimentary online. If you go to Laura Free Book, Dot com. That's my first name, L-A-U-R-A-F-R-E-E-B-O-O-K.com. Laura Free Book. I tend to talk fast sometimes. And um, book.com. Then you can opt in there and you will receive uh, a download. You get a digital download of that book as well as an audio copy as well. Thank you so much. We've so enjoyed having you. And I know the audience is going to love that. Thank you so much, dear. My pleasure. Hey, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more The Wealthy Woman podcast content, make sure to subscribe, and here's a way we can help you for free. If you are a six, seven, or eight-figure female founder and CEO, we want to see and interview you on one of our podcast shows. Head to twwguest.com. Again, that's twwguest.com. I hope to see you on our next interview. Now, at The Wealthy Woman, we help six, seven, and eight-figure female founders and CEOs to scale their business by using unconventional approaches like leading-edge science and tapping into their unique authenticity code. If that sounds good to you and you want to get some help, then we're inviting you to book a short chat with our team to see how we can best help you. Go to www.thewealthywoman.com slash chat. Again, that's www thewealthywoman.com slash chat.